I'm going to send you all these, but I think we probably shouldn't talk about the first one just because it's more stuff about legalizing weed affecting beer. And it's another article that claims that I'm wrong and you're right. So I don't think we should talk about that one. That's fair. Tuesday podcast episode 190. Here is Tyler Dryblad. Thank you very much, Samuel. I am Tyler. Welcome back, everybody. We have Zach with us, and we will also be talking about beer distributors playing naughty, uh, liquor on Sundays, and a craft beer partnership um, with a baseball team. Uh, Can I ask you a question before we really dive in? Sure. You said liquor on Sundays. Why would I limit it to Sundays? But um, uh, God only wants you to drink on Sunday. Who's said anything about drinking? Oh, oh, oh. I'm a generous lover. Uh, I, yeah, you are a cunning linguist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think God wants you to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not married yet. <laughs> Definitely that's not. True. Right. Okay, well, that's fun. Hey, Zach, I said you were on the show, but I didn't really say hi to you. That's okay. Yeah, hi. How's it going? All right. It's going good. What you got there? I got uh, Elysian Space Dust IPA. It is an IPA, and it is 8.2%, and it has a happy little hops guy puking, I guess, with space dust yeah, on, the, on the bottom. I can only yeah. assume. Or a bunch of cocaine. Okay. Have you tried it? Have you put it in your face hole? Yeah, I've been putting it in my face hole pretty steadily since I sat down. Which was nice. hours ago, so he's, like, barely conscious. Yeah, I really got to stop sneaking in here. It is, I guess I'm dreaming of summer, so I figured I'd do oh, an IPA, which to me is all I drank during, during, during the summer, other than like whiskey, vodka, bourbon, and tequila, and other stuff that I drink. And squirt. And squirt, of course. Squirt, the greatest mixture of all time. Squirt, of course, the grapefruit beverage, not the disgusting vaginal secretion, which I, I feel would, like I shouldn't have to specify. I would say disgusting. Oh, fair enough. Teach their own. But I feel like I shouldn't have to say that. Sundays, but I feel like right? every time I go, hey, does someone want a whiskey and a squirt? They're always like, do you have some like, chick in the back like tied up? And it's just like, of course not. No, of course I, I, I didn't name the product that. Like, It's not my fault. The reason the they look at you there. like it's gross is that even knowing what the beverage squirt is, a whiskey <laughs> squirt sounds gross. And you made me get a whiskey squirt. I think actually I told you to get me a whiskey and you got me a whiskey squirt. What else could he mean? Uh, <laughs> and actually, it, it is pretty good. I was surprised, but it sounded very gross. Yeah, hot tip for everybody. Whiskey and squirt, that's where it's at. It's the greatest mixture of all time. Okay. But anyway, this beer is, um, right now, it seems pretty inoffensive. It's, for the fact that it's like 8%, which is pretty heavy, really not too intense, like pretty mild. Definitely got some hops. Not the hoppiest IPA I've had, which, I guess I was expecting it to be a little hoppier because there's this giant, like, omniscient hops thing on, on the box puking space goo so i was like maybe it'll be like really hoppy but it's not too bad i, I like it i am also it's it was a very nice day today so i'm thinking of summer as well you it, son of a have, bitch it's snowing outside right now a little bit is it really uh, damn it yep suck it <laughs> fair enough um so i have dogfish heads beer to drink music to 17 tropical blonde mm. and it is a blonde ale brewed with kiwi juice and hibiscus flowers 
So I think I had last year's iteration of Beer to Drink Music 2, and it was a Belgian, and it was really good. And it's just... All right. It's like, just a, a reminder that sometimes Dogfish Head makes something that's not weird, and they're good at brewing. Well, this sounds a little weird, but on the other hand, I really like kiwi juice, so I might really like it. Zach, do you want to know what happens uh, when Tyler eats kiwi? Yes. His gums get all inflamed because he's allergic to them or something, <laughs> and he just still ate them all the time in college. Oh my god, has some yeah. self-control. <laughs> and then sometimes like my tongue would start bleeding, but wow. I love that kiwi. Oh my god, dude. You must love kiwi a lot. Like, Sure do. I don't, I, like, I don't even think... I can't think of a food that I like that, like, if that happened to me when I ate cake, I wouldn't eat cake. I don't even fucking like kiwi. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, with pizza, like, if I had, like, had a, if I was, like, gluten intolerant, I would probably still, like, show out sometimes. I'd, like, lock myself in the bathroom, like, order, <laughs> order a pizza and just be like, this is what I'm doing today. Well, that's, uh, I do that too, but that's just because I'm very depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let me actually take a sip of this beer. It's okay. I mean, I think the problem I'm having is that they used a blonde kind of as the base style. If this was like a pale ale or an IPA, something a little punchier, I think this would work pretty well. Um, But it just kind of tastes like strange juice because, you know, a blonde isn't like very present. Um, so it's drinkable, certainly. Oh, it's 6.8% ABV, by the way. So, like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good if you want to get kind of, like, drunkish, but it doesn't have as much oomph as I would like. Well, it's nice it's thematically appropriate. Uh, you said it uh, tastes like strange juice, and that's all we got on the show this week. <laughs> the hits just keep on coming. Oh, yeah. All right. What this week I decided about? I'm going to make jokes. Taking a Letterman-style approach <laughs> to it this week. <laughs> Letterman was a legend, goddammit. So, uh, I have McKellar, uh, from their Beer Geek series, Dessert. And now, um, I'm having to kind of fight all my instincts here, because McKellar is a rival of my favorite brewery out there, Evil Twin. Uh, if you don't know the background, there were two twin brothers who were brewers, and first they were both at McKellar, and then one of them quit and started a competing brewery called Evil Twin, aptly naming it. And I really, really like Evil Twin. And the unfortunate thing is, I also like McKellar, but you're like supposed to choose sides, and I've definitely chosen Evil Twin, but McKellar's really good. Um, and and this one is, this one's really interesting. I've never kind of felt the weight of a beer as much as I do with this one. Like when I drink it, it makes it feel like it's weighing my tongue down to the bottom of my mouth. Just hmm. like, and not just because it's like really dense or really thick. It's just like so saturated with rich flavor. Uh, it's, it's like sweet and malty and like really booze. It's 11% and it's, it, you can definitely taste the 11%. I gave three stacks a little tasting glass of this and I just know she's losing her shit right now. She must love this beer, but I don't know if, if, uh, if I can taste all that they say there should be in here. It's, it's listed as an oatmeal stout with cocoa and vanilla. The chocolate's definitely there. I think that, that weight I was talking about could be attributed to the oats. Oatmeal, yeah. Um, Vanilla, not so much, but uh, I'll stick with it and see if I can take that out. All right. Well, okay, cool. Yeah, Three Stacks probably does like that beer. She she loves the booze. She does. <clears throat> Speaking of loving booze, Minnesota just got a little bump for all the booze lovers in that state. There was a Prohibition-era holdover law on the books 
that forbade businesses from selling liquor on Sunday because obviously it's a day set aside for the Lord. And come this July, that law has been repealed and liquor stores will be able to open their doors from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. Jesus, come on. Uh, it's a start. Zach, it's a start. That's what's important. I just for, these these laws drive me crazy. It's like I get it, like whatever. But it's like one, we, we play football on Sundays. It's not the Lord's Day anymore. <laughs> it's Budweiser's Day. Like it is. Budweiser presents the NFL Day on Sunday. Everyone's drinking Wait, anyway, or we're just fucking hanging out and dicking around. Also, the church is only like an hour. Like, what else are you gonna do the rest of the day if you can't well, buy liquor? And what if you forgot? Drink the Lord's blood down. Yeah, I think that's just Catholic. Jesus is made of alcohol. Surely it would be fine to drink on Sunday. Um, his first uh, ever trick in the Bible is not I think, trick. I think trick Illusion. is the word. Illusion. Illusion. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. This is turning. Yeah, water don't be demeaning. Yeah. No, it's a trick is what whores do for money. This is an illusion and a good one, but it was to keep the party going. So it's like, I feel like, if anything, from a religious perspective, Jesus would be totally down to drink any day of the week. And what I hate about these laws, too, is like, why do they have to start in July? Why can't they just start, I don't know, today? Or uh, should we say on Sunday? I think that's just something about how laws work. Like, that you never pass a law that says effective immediately. You just like, have to pick a day. Like, I don't know why that is. I, I, I get it for, like, legalizing weed and stuff because you need to set up businesses. you got to figure out, like, laws and how to zone that kind of stuff. But it's like the liquor store doesn't need to do anything differently. They can just also do it on Open Sunday. Yeah. Well, but, like, what if you're an employee at the liquor store and it's Saturday and this law gets passed and your boss is like, looks like you're working tomorrow. Wouldn't you be like, ah, oh, fudge. So it shouldn't be effective immediately. I don't know that they need to wait four months yeah, on it. Well, but I see I would... there, there is a minor infrastructural element to this. If you had to work on Sunday, you could just get blitzed, though. Uh, well, you, yeah, I think it's also legal to get drunk at your job on Sundays, too, right? We'll have to peer through this law and see if we can find any of these loopholes. That's one of those, you know, pork belly riders they put on there. Also, yeah, they legalize drunk driving on Sundays, too. It's really a shame. <laughs> It's super not good. I'm really happy to hear this just because of the the level of inconvenience that there is when when this happens. Like uh, here in here in Wisconsin, uh, you can't sell sealed alcohol after 9 p.m. So you kind of have to plan ahead a little bit. But it's even rougher. Um, in college, every spring break, I went to Georgia for a frisbee yes. tournament, and in Georgia it has a law similar to the one that's just been overturned. Where you can't buy beer on Sundays, can't buy alcohol at all on Sundays, which really all that meant was, you know, there's maybe 20 ultimate players from college that just want to get drunk all week. Like, you just buy a lot extra on Saturday and it gets you through Sunday and it's fine. But apparently one of the years before I started there, someone forgot and they just had to be sober all day on Sunday and it was a huge situation. Who wants to ever be sober? uh, I sure don't. I wonder yeah. if, if you could make an argument in opposition to these laws that it, there's uh, an issue with separation of church and state here. Like, clearly, I mean, you can make an argument, well, we just we just picked today, and Sunday's the day, you can't, and, you know, so you could you could spot that bullshit, but clearly it's Sunday for Hindus a reason. Hindus don't give a shit. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't really know. I mean, if we're, if we're going to let religion dictate it, then, like, what happens when there's a Muslim governor? Are you just never allowed to buy alcohol? That doesn't sound right. Well, did you hear – there was all that Facebook rumor nonsense like, oh, there are all these Muslim cashiers that won't ring you up if you have pork or alcohol. I know it's just nonsense, some of that fake news. But it was going around for a while. Oh, I, I hadn't heard anything about that. Yeah. I would just take I'm, it. Is it free then? You're like, all right, well, I don't want to pay for this anyway, so good to see that we're on the same page. If I'm good, you're good. Just, you know, Must put it in the basket. And... 
Yeah. That'd be perfect. You'd be like, all right, we have to get some pork products. It's like I don't want any. It's like doesn't matter. It's free. If it's you just yeah. get some I'm going bacon. into I'm going to Ahmed's line. Exactly. Everyone's like, there's a line like forty deep in that dude's cash register. <laughs> I mean, that would make him so sad. You think? Probably. He's getting paid. Yeah. Well, I don't. The popular guy. Obviously, this is a purely theoretical, purely nonsensical thing. It's almost like the vast majority of Muslims are completely rational individuals. Yeah, as much as anybody else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> at about the same percentage as <laughs> as all other religions. Weird, weird how that works out. I don't know, except Scientology people. Yeah, well, there's they're bound to be outliers in any data set. <laughs> yeah, they won't check you okay. out if you believe in psychiatry. You guys, you guys want to hear about um, a, a, a clash of religions? Sure, that sounds like a non-contentious topic. Let's do it. Okay, here comes here comes my content for the week. Right. Um, so you remember that Nazi guy who came into my store? You punched him. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Zach might not be so aware. The, of I guess this. my answer to that first question is no, and I would, sure would like oh, to hear about he, it. He's told this story like six consecutive weeks <laughs> on the show. <laughs> this is what happens. Okay, well, Fine, just give me the spark gonna, notes. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell Zach the story, and Sam, you're gonna cut it out starting. Now. I'm not going to do that. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, I thought you were going to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, basically some guy wearing neo-Nazi stuff came into the store and we got into a scuffle. Um, wow, shit. And Tyler yeah. decked him. Yeah. But, um, so the other day, on Tuesday, I was closing up and uh, he was waiting outside the store. Mm. Um, you know, in what I thought was, you know, purposely there to menace me, right? Like, that's the, Obviously. the feeling I had. Yeah. And, um, so I was like, you gotta get the fuck out of here, you know? He was like, well, I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, you, you really gotta get the fuck out of here? Like, no. I was like, if you don't get the fuck out of here, I'm gonna pepper spray you in the face. And he didn't, so I pepper sprayed him in his goddamn face. Oh my god. And bounced. And, uh, yeah, so that happened. And then, so I, I called the police, and I was like, hey, I just wanted to let you guys know that I pepper sprayed some guy. And they were like... <laughs> Okay. Do anything. <laughs> also, I wanted to let you know that I have an erection now, and I'm not sure why it won't go away. Is it a crime how aroused I am? <laughs> no, they were like, "Okay, do you need us to do anything?" And I was like, "No, I just." You guys want to pepper spray him too? He doesn't move very fast, and now he can't <laughs> yeah. see. But I mean, the, I guess the nice thing about that is then if he if someone calls the cops twenty minutes later, hey, some guy just pepper sprayed me. Right. No, that was that was exactly that was exactly my reasoning, right? So I was like, okay, everything's cool. And then I went back to work and I told my boss about it. And she was like, no, we have to file a real police report. And so she called the cops and they came down. And the police who police officer who came down was not sympathetic at all. Huh. Even a little bit. She was basically like, oh, so did this guy attack you? I was like, no. She's like, okay, so you assaulted this guy. And I was like, excuse me? No, actually, is what happened. But... I guess the guy never called the police, so they're not going to do anything. Huh. You know? Dude, I... You're my best friend in the world, and I love you. And I am afraid for you. Right. I don't know what this guy's plan was. He probably just wanted to try and get in your head, and that didn't work out so well. Yeah. That's Like, I don't think that he was planning on jumping you as soon as you turned your back or anything like that. But, like, this guy clearly hates you and is holding a grudge. And this situation continues to escalate, and he hasn't gotten a W yet, but it feels like a matter of time. You're not that, like, big, strong, and smart to avoid getting snuck yeah. up upon or some such. 
Oh, sure, absolutely. The only thing that makes me feel okay is it took him like three months to come up with the plan of waiting outside my work, you know? And I'm only going to be in California for another like month. Okay. So. Listen, uh, you should look up what the assault laws are in California because in some places just the threat of violence counts as, yeah. as assault. So if you believe that that's like a sincere threat they could follow up on, if you can just get them to say they're going to hurt you, you can kind of just do whatever. So you should look up if oh, that's no, true. Oh, no, I mean... It wasn't like I was like, boy, I, I get to spray it. Oh, yeah, no, I know, for sure. But like yeah. that way when you call the cops, they'll actually like, you can speak the words they want you to say to them so they can right. help you more. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, uh, your juice lawyer showing. Mm, really fighting stereotypes here. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I told my dad, I was like, yeah, like I don't want this guy to try to take me to court. And my dad was like, well, you generally don't beat Jews by taking them to court. <laughs> That sounds like, just like your dad. <laughs> that, that's fair, Mike. That's fair. But yeah, so that's that's what happened. It was pretty crazy. That is crazy. Dog, I yeah. I don't mean to get too real with you, but I would like have my head on a fucking swivel for the next month. No, it's it's been unfortunate because like I went back to work, you know, like the rest of the week, and it's like every person that walked by I was like, "Who day?" You know, like right. what's going on? But I don't know. Yeah. He and, came around and tried to threaten me, and he got his fucking eyes burnt out, so... And so, I, I, I have a couple logistical questions, yeah. if you don't mind follow-ups. Why did you have pepper spray? Was it specifically because you were worried about this situation, or are you in a dangerous neighborhood, or... No, I bought it after our last confrontation. Because you were afraid of a situation just like this. Yeah, I was like, well, I just got into an encounter with the white supremacy movement in Humboldt. Better arm up. Yeah. And did you get, like, a mini bat or anything? No, because that's, that's illegal. Oh. Mini bats are illegal? I'm yeah. pretty sure they give those out at Meyer League games. <laughs> well, like, I could carry around a mini bat if I had, like, a mini ball and a mini glove. <laughs> like, or just a really tiny friend. Yeah, otherwise I think it's just, like, a mini battery. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I, I was also wondering, I guess I've never, I've only seen someone pepper sprayed on the TV. And, and like, I guess I just feel like, if I'm this guy, it's very hard for me to put myself in his shoes because he sounds like a jackass, uh, and I'm pure of heart. Uh, I don't know why you're laughing. Hmm? Nothing. Huh? Sorry. Huh? Nothing. I'm okay. Completely unrelated. Okay, great. If I'm in his shoes and he just said, "I'm gonna," like this dude I'm stepping to just said, "I'm gonna pepper spray you." Like the first thing I'm doing is like looking for pepper spray. I showed him the pepper spray. Okay, so it's not hard for me to to identify the pepper spray. Yeah. Is he like? Avert, like averting it all or like getting into a blocking stance or like is he just standing there waiting to take it he well i don't really i don't remember 100 percent because i was pretty keyed up i mean i'm sure know? it happened super fast but i'm just yeah. trying to figure this out no i don't i don't know i he was like uh, i said i'm gonna i'm gonna pepper spray you if you don't leave and he said something like i'm waiting right here for you and i was like boop and then bounced and are you afraid at all as i am now that this guy has a masochistic fetish type of a thing, and uh, <laughs> you just jacked a man off accidentally. Oh no! Amazing. Do you think he's taking this opportunity to reflect on the irony of his like superiority from a racial perspective after he keeps getting he, duped? He keeps getting bested. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's sort of appreciating the irony in all this? You're straight up roadrunnering all over this motherfucker, but like. Much like Wiley e. Coyote, he sounds like a dumb fuck, and I don't think he's gonna stop. There has to be yeah. like a Roadrunner and Hitler cartoon that they made at some point, or something, right? Or like a Bugs Bunny equivalent, where he like just fucks with Hitler for like an hour. Oh, have you not seen those horribly racist Bugs Bunny cartoons from World War Two? Well, there are a bunch of the like 
Asian American yeah. stereotype yeah, ones. Yeah, he generally doesn't go after Hitler. He just murders Japanese people in incredibly cruel ways. Yeah, that's America's pastime. <laughs> I mean, th- these were these cartoons were not made by a man who is necessarily uh, as as opposed as most to Hitler's reign, to say the a least. Man, a man I might have to pepper spray in the face. <laughs> in the in the next life, there's a lot of Ford cars. It's very weird. Yeah, Walt Disney loved Henry odd Ford. coincidence. <laughs> So, I, for one, don't want to follow that. So, Zach, uh, what you been up to? Oh, God. <laughs> we can do an article. Right. Um, I can do an article in as a buffer. Oh, shit. Actually, I know you have a bunch of good goddamn content. I don't want to follow you. Can we make Zach go and then have a buffer and then me? Sure. That sounds great. Because I know that you 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 were at the Liz Fest last night. It wasn't the Liz Fest last and, night. And then the week before, you were at Mardi Gras. Sure was. Oh, yeah, I heard you saw a bunch of street titties. I saw so much street meat, it was unbelievable. <laughs> that's what they call it down there, street meat. There's no way that's oh, true. That's no. not true. Wow. That's not true. I just, because they I just, just said want that. to objectify right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, they call it street meat. And, um, yeah, I saw some very mournful breasts and a couple nice ones. So I saw, like, three good boobs while I was down there. And like yeah, it was three, an odd number. Like individual boobs or three sets of boobs? No, like three boobs. Like I saw oh. one woman's both boobs and then one woman just kind of slid one off the side of her sundress, which was honestly pretty great. Um, so uh, in terms of career statistics, have you seen an odd number of boobs like like in real life? That might have been the first time I've only seen like one boob by itself, not in like that one dress that... Um, fuck, Lil' Kim wore to the VMAs in like 2003. <laughs> oh, that doesn't count. That, that, that was on TV. That had a pasty on it. Uh, I think I think career totals. I've seen an odd number of boobs. Me too. What, what's your What's your odd man out, Tyler? Um, uh, this girl named Talia, who I knew through um, like the the oh, what's it called, like the Jewish youth group. Uh, one time, her boob slipped out of her dress, and I was like, I don't even want to see that boob. <laughs> but, um, that's Still counts. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, you, Sam? Uh, mine was my high school girlfriend's mom's boob. What? We were at oh. we were at her apartment complex pool, and it popped out. Nice, nice. Not particularly, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so, were, so both of our odd boobs were like um, unfortunate boobs that we didn't, we weren't even looking. For. I wasn't on the hunt at that no. point. Not at least not for that particular boob. Right. But yeah, anyway, no. I'm sorry to take away from your street meat, Zach. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. Uh, this was a, a fun little diversion. But yeah, so we saw some boobs, some not really nice ones, some boobs I'll never forget. All those are a bad <laughs> way. Um, and did you make sure to objectify them by yelling a letter grade score every time you were flashed? No, unless there's a letter grade that goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I yelled that quite a bit. Uh, did you yell thanks but no thanks at all? No, no, <laughs> I did not. Um, but yeah, so we were at Mardi Gras, there were, it wasn't, at its craziest, it was exactly like what it's portrayed in as media, but that doesn't persist as long as perhaps the media would lead you to believe. There's like little bursts of just like insanity that sort of happen just because everyone's drunk all the time and no one seems to give a shit. There were a lot of kids running around at Mardi Gras, which I thought was bizarre. Oh, that's um, gross. Because we were carrying like 70 ounce beers down the street, just like yelling at each other. Uh, yeah, it's worth noted, uh, noting that there's no open container laws there. That is the greatest American freedom. It's like open <laughs> container and then like freedom of speech waved down. It feels so good to be able to go into a bar, just get any drink you want. You get a Long Island to go. And they're like, bye, have fun on the street killing yourself with alcohol. And you're like, will do. Will do. 
Uh, so that's the greatest thing in the world. It is incredibly freeing. Highly recommend going someplace that lets you just carry around open containers. So that was good. We saw we went to like a couple restaurants. That was fun. Didn't get arrested or anything. Brian ate like cemetery gumbo. What does is, that mean? He, you can't just float by that. So he got gumbo from a man outside of a cemetery after he peed in the cemetery. Oh, so he's he's been voodoo cursed. So he was defiling graves, and then a man fed him what I could only assume to be human flesh in gumbo form. I've seen movies. And so did he have a cart? I don't know. Did I, he just have a did he have a loose baggie? Or he was, what was the did deal? Did he appear in a swirl of mist and crows? Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, and he blew a bunch of powder in his face. Um, but no, it was Brian was the drunkest I've ever seen him. Which I've known Brian for a very long time. And this is the drunkest I've ever seen him. And I've seen him in a state of inebriation quite a few times. And he wandered off like into the into the day. And he came back and was telling us stories of getting gumbo from a man Wait, in a cemetery. Wait, this happened during the day? Oh, yeah. This was at like 2 p.m. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is so early. Uh, he was bleeding from the head because he banged his head. That on, can't like, be thing. true. That's You're true. You're fucking with me. That was true. He banged his head at that. We went to a house party. These... These girls that we did not know, who apparently don't fear for their own safety, invited us to this house party. Uh, they were like friends of a girl that our friends know. And they were like, yeah, come on over to our house. And so we did. And the house they were staying at was like a $2 million house in New Orleans. And they had a pet tortoise there. Uh, the people who owned this house, like a really large tortoise, like probably like a good, like, I, like I don't know, 20 inches across on the shell. Did anyone try to ride it into a battle? Uh, did Brian try to sit on the tortoise? Yeah. No! He, oh my god, Brian! <laughs> and they're like, that'll bite your toes off. Like, that thing will get you. <laughs> we might need to have Brian on next week. You to to kind of get, get his side of some of these stories. You should, because it was... He was out of control. This was the day where he was just absolutely out of control. <laughs> um, and so he was berating this animal. And I'm sitting there freaking out. Cause, Wait, like, berating? Not, I don't know. Uh, just bothering, I guess. Molesting, okay. in, like the, in the sense. In, in a the non Spanish, In a non-sexual from, way. Yeah, in the romance root of that okay. word. Um, and he is basically just wreaking havoc in this backyard. And I'm trying not to freak out because I want to act like... We're supposed to act like we know these girls. We went to college with them. Wait, what is your cover? How did you meet them? Uh, we met at the college we attended that I But how did you one. actually meet them? We texted them. They are... How did you get their... Like, there's a, there's connective tissue here you haven't... I told you, on. I told you. They're friends of a friend of the guys we were traveling with. I think so this you, middle, I think you this told middle me that woman, yesterday. No, 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 I just said it. This, this middle woman uh, Tyler, us. Tyler's shaking his head no, like it didn't happen. Go ahead. Okay, you can play back the footage. You have this recorded. Um, but I yeah, edit it out. <laughs> don't edit it out. That's cheating. So yeah, so it's a friend of this girl's, and so this middle woman connects us, and she says, hey, like you should come down and hang out with my friends. They're really fun. They'd probably be down to see you. And we say, hey, fuck it. You know, it's a bunch of girls. We'll go down and hang out with them. We don't really care. Um, so we did text them, and they were like, yeah, come on down to our house. We'll show you around. Uh, so we get there, Brian's wreaking havoc, I'm hanging out with this tortoise, trying to act like I've been there before, and just not let on the fact that not only am I not wealthy, but I don't know any of these people, and it really shouldn't be this function. It is like a, they have this fake tent up in the backyard, they have all these catered food, they have bottles and bottles of liquor. Very clearly a nicely catered party that I should not be at. And what that you are just crashing with an incredibly inebriated gentleman. A brazen crash of the party, yes. <laughs> what is the the shelf level of the booze on hand? It was like... Bottles of Kettle One was like the that's vodka they had. Okay, so that's good. that's like next next from the top. Next probably. From, yeah, next from the top yeah. for just like an outdoor backyard party. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it was that kind of family, and uh, so we were hanging out, and so we were talking to these girls, and 
uh, someone we assumed was their friend, but we learned later was actually the live-in maid of this house, the live-in nanny for this house. And she was probably like, she was our age. Um, and she was a, um, she had a low center of gravity. She was a, <laughs> nice. she, she was a sturdy woman. She was very down to earth. Very down to earth. <laughs> uh, a lot of density to her. But yeah, so we're hanging out with her and I, she was the most upsetting and vulgar person I've spoken to <laughs> in a very long time. And I'm not uh, some Jane Austen character. Like, I can generally hang with that kind of stuff. Within 90 seconds of speaking to her, I learned that she is a big fan of anal sex. And, uh, well, she's a big fan of anything, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> she was a big fan of that. And her ideal penis size, four and a half inches, uh, incredibly achievable. And I was like, well... inches around? No, I didn't. I, I hope not. I don't know. I didn't ask for like. It didn't seem like a bit that she was doing. <laughs> she just seemed to be like have no boundaries. Uh, so she was talking, and we were walking around. We were like basically bouncing back and forth between the backyard and the parade um, that we were watching. And as I'm walking, she's in front of us, kind of talking back at us. And Alan is walking next to me, and Alan leans over to me and goes, "She is gonna eat your dick." <laughs> it was. Horrifically accurate. <laughs> Alan was at a prophetic level of drunk, and um, it was it was just scary hanging out there because she kept like jokingly proposing threesomes when like nobody else was in the conversation except me and her. So I'm like, I don't know who we're roping into this threesome, but they are clearly not here and discussing with us. And also, that'd be a very asymmetric threesome. I would try to really stay away from one half of that bed. And what if what if it was uh, Alan also? <laughs> I mean. Did- <laughs> I, I I don't really want to have a sexual experience with Alan. I like Alan very much, uh, but I don't think I'd enjoy doing that. I think I have all of the words I need recorded. Oh, fuck. Oh, if I really no. need to, you can... You can uh, take out that knot. I really phrase that. really hit on Alan. Oh, my God, no. That's okay. Alan's easily tricked. It would definitely work. <laughs> um, but, oh, man, I could, uh, I could use the servers at work to, to spoof an email from you to him... That just has an MP3 file of you saying, "I just want to fuck Alan." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just heavily drinking now. With Alan, I love him a lot. <laughs> I love him a lot. I would very much like to have a threesome with that. That would take me like three hours, and I'm, <laughs> I have a lot to do on Monday, and it's so worth it. Oh my god! Yeah, that's my nightmare. So um, you're trying but, not to stick it to Alan. But yeah, so this girl, very aggressive, and. The the night ended. I I the night ended with us getting kicked out of this party when our um, elaborate ruse inevitably unraveled. And then someone was just like, <laughs> someone was like, "Who do you know?" And you were like, "Nobody." No one. No one. Get the I, fuck out. Fucking, it was like, no. I thought it was because Brian was so belligerently drunk and had alienated so many people that we were asked to leave. But I was wrong. And what actually happened was this live-in nanny uh, snatched one of our friends, my dear friend Cliff, and uh, attempted to fillet him in the bathroom. <laughs> do I know Cliff? I don't know if he's ever come up here. I don't think you do. Okay. But yeah, he sounds Cliff, like a rad dude. Cliff is a rad dude. Uh, he was our wild card. He was our friend from high school that like I've seen since high school, but a lot of the guys we were traveling with haven't, and they had never drank with him before, and he is just... You think he would be like, responsible, but he's not. He's horrifically reckless, and he wandered off immediately the first day, and he slept on our porch for three hours on this trip because he couldn't work. This was that, this was that same night, actually. Uh, fast forward, we're coming home, and Cliff has been gone for hours. No, I'll come back. I'll come back. Cliff has been gone for hours. Uh, this is just a, a snapshot into Cliff's life. We find Cliff asleep on the front porch of the Airbnb that we are renting. Uh, and the thing is, the door was locked, but there is a key in a lockbox next to the door. You just need to know the combination, which he did. 
He knew the combination. Did he forget it? No. Or was he he just not willing to punch it in? He was so drunk he couldn't figure out how to actually get it to, like, open once he had unlocked it. He, like, couldn't pull it out. And uh, he just decided he was going to sleep on the front porch. Dude, I've, I've been exactly there. And he he shot up. Like, he was out of a cannon as soon as we walked up. Scared the crap out of me because I, of course, <laughs> didn't see him there. Uh, it, uh, we did the math the next morning. He had been sleeping there for, like, three hours. <laughs> but that's that's what Cliff is like. And I, I, have a, I have one final question about Cliff. Yeah. What's your plus or minus when, if, when I say the, the phrase four and a half inches? Plus, because he's an adult man. Oh, okay. Probably. So did he did he actually get filleted in this bathroom? Not to completion, but yes. And it seems as though it was non-consensual. Like, it was a crime. Uh, and, like, and so he was like, please stop filleting me. And she was like, get the fuck out of here. No, what happened was, so she was, he, like, was probably like, he was probably like, Ugh. and then she was just probably like, she actually called him gay because he didn't finish. when they, As they got thrown out of the bathroom by her boss and employer. Oh, shit. She was like, oh, oh you, what are you, gay? And it's like, Oh, okay, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. One, horribly homophobic, and also, she's a sex criminal, for the record. Uh, we made sure Cliff was okay before we made fun of him. Yeah, no, this. I was going to say, like, we're, like, these jokes have been very insensitive that we've been making just now. Like, no, and this is was this very, dude cool? <laughs> I don't want to stress enough that this was, in, da- in fact, a crime. Like, this was a crime. Yeah. Uh, but we did check in with Cliff before we made fun that. of him about this. He seemed fine. We are like, hey, actually, though, are you okay? Would you want us to call anybody or anything? And he was just like, no, I'm fine. Can we just not talk about it? And we're like, oh, we're probably going <laughs> to talk about it. If, if you're fine, be honest, because if you're fine, we're going to talk about it a little bit. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. So she was she was orally attacking your friend yeah. when she got busted by the guy holding the party. Definitely not busted by this guy, apparently. LOL. But yeah, so she exactly. She gets busted by her employer and the host of this function. He asks us all to leave, which is inconvenient because it was a very close bathroom to the parade route, and we've been drinking all day. Uh, So I was very irked by that. Um, And uh, she also got... You are are treating this this so lightly. Yeah, yeah, my friend got caught getting blowed in a bathroom, and he just kicked us out, so we wandered off. Like, that was, like, the low point of your day. Even if it were fully consensual, I feel like you're still understating how crazy this is. No, I mean, it was definitely crazy, but it was like... It was just so inconvenient. Like, this bathroom was so close to the parade route. And I, I remember when I came back and learned we had been kicked out. Because I came back with one of the girls we were with to go to the bathroom. And a guy at the party pulled me aside and goes, hey, man, like, you can't be here. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, hey, you're fine, but you guys got kicked out. I was like, what? And I was like, actually, that makes sense. So I didn't think it was this, I think this was Brian. And I was just so mad that he didn't kick me out after I used the bathroom. I was like, we didn't have to have this conversation, like, right now. You could have pretended like you didn't see me for like two seconds so I could pee and then be on my if, way. If you, if you would have been like, cool, 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 I got hit the head though. I'm going to pee. Would, would he have been okay with it? No, definitely not. No. I, what I should have done is just started peeing because I'd already been kicked out at this right. point. I should have just peed in the middle of their driveway. This is what I should have done. But anyway, so this woman gets fired and I presumably kicked out of her house because she was their live-in nanny. So I guess she is now homeless and unemployed. And jobless, yeah. Not jobless. Fuck. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so that happened. Um, we proceed to split up to go to dinner. We come back together. Uh, it's me, Brian, and Alan. Cliff has wandered off. The two other guys we were with have wandered off. Uh, we end up stuck on the wrong side of a parade in downtown New Orleans. Like, we live on the other side of this parade, and there's no way around it. The road's completely blocked off. So we end up going to a bar that may or may not have been a gay bar. Definitely all the employees were gay men, but there were only, like, three people who worked there, so that could have just been a coincidence. I think they just know each other. I think the bigger deal would be the... Patrons? That's the one. The patrons. The thing is, it was empty, so it was just me, Brian, and Alan when we got there. So So it it couldn't, by definite, it couldn't really have been a gay bar, because there were just nothing but straight dudes in there. Yeah, I think that's, I think it's just a bar. 
run by gay people. It's it's up to the clientele w- whether or not it's a gay bar. Yeah, it didn't. I didn't ever get the vibe that it was anything other than a bar that just happened to have like three gay bartenders. And they hooked us up. Like we got hammered there, <laughs> uh, and we hung out, had a really the, good time. Well, now this sounds like a good bar. It was a good. Which, bar. It was a really good. Bar. It was one of my favorite bars we went to. There are time. good and bad gay bars, and there are good and bad non-gay bars. This sounds like. Hard to say it's sexuality, but a good bar. It was a good bar, regardless of what kind of bar it was. Uh, so we had a lot of fun. Then we came back. We saw Cliff asleep on the porch. Alan wandered off on our walk back to our apartment, went to a casino, I guess, and <laughs> lost all his money in five minutes because he had $40. I guess he went to a blackjack table that had a $20 minimum bet, <laughs> and he lost promptly lost two hands and then had to leave. So uh, he would, would it be fair to say that he busted more oh. times than Cliff? Yeah, certainly more times than Cliff, but that's not ah! Cliff's fault. See, yeah, it's impossible to not be lighthearted about it. It's like it's really crazy. Um, no, I feel bad every time I make one of these jokes, but I can't stop myself. Dude, yeah, neither could she. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cliff. He, he really did say he was fine. We asked him. We pulled him aside many times over the trip can just you, to double check. After we finish recording, can you text him and just say, my friend Sam's really sorry about all the things <laughs> I said? <laughs> my friend's really sorry about what happened to you. But no, yeah, it was an absolutely preposterous trip and it was what was crazy it was it was like it was crazy at all hours of the day like we went to a bar at like 6 p.m on actual mardi gras me and alan did uh, everybody else was basically so hungover that they weren't coming out with us and so we went out and we're at this bar drinking and this guy just goes all right ladies and gentlemen it's time for the booty shaking contest and we we're like yo it is tuesday and it is 6 p.m and and you were like we're gonna stay here another fifteen. Minutes. I'm in it to win. <laughs> no, it was girls only, obviously. Oh. Um, and yeah, these, these girls just got out there and just just twerked it out. And um, some girls, you know, flashed the audience because it's by round of applause, obviously. So they're playing to the crowd. And this one girl flashed the audience in every round, and she came in second place. And I thought that was the ultimate justice because she was fundamentally cheating at the booty shaking contest. When if you could just take her booty shaking versus the champion's booty shaking. Was the number one booty shaking better? Way better. Okay. This then... girl grabbed on top of the rafters in the uh, bar, like, and she was so she's hanging, looking like a dead hang from the rafters, and she just started like shaking her butt in midair, like three feet off the ground, like holding onto the rafters, and then she grabbed with her feet the, this other girl's head and just started like bashing this girl's head with her junk. Oh my god! Yeah, it was awesome. I feel like she that would take a lot of upper body strength and a lot of core strength. Yeah, she was very strong. And so she won because she was the strongest. Yeah. It's like Klingon rules. She she uh, defeated her opponents. She defeated her opponents most viciously, uh, and she won two hundred dollars. Oh, nice! She was out there shaking her butt for like twenty minutes. I was like, this is not even that good of a rate. Like ten dollars an hour. Like I made that when I was a manager at Subway. That's exactly what my wage was. And at I guess Subway. it's free money. Like she's probably out there shaking her booty for free a lot of the time. But like it just seemed like a little much for how much money it was. And then the second, the third place girl got ten free drinks at this bar, which was like more. Really, which is like just as like, I mean honestly that's probably more of what you'd want yeah at this point and I bought weed from a guy on the street like he pulled it out of his pocket put it into my hand and then I had it just in my hand oh you think that's interesting Zach because the first week I was in Humboldt County I went to hang out on the plaza and a man with a trash bag a garbage bag full of marijuana oh came up God. and asked me if I wanted to buy it is he real <laughs> yeah you, like like a, one of those black hefty garbage bag. So now I, I picture you with like a shopping bag and he just says, say when, and just starts putting handfuls and handfuls in there. Yeah. The price point was crazy with these guys because like I was on vacation. I'm prepared on vacation to pay like $20 a gram. Like I understand that there's supply and demand. We're at Mardi Gras. I get it. Uh, this guy goes, 
He's smoking a joint. We pass him. I go, I look at him and we establish eye contact. And he goes, $5 for a hit. And I go, absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. That's crazy. <laughs> for one hit? Yeah, that, that's crazy. And he went, fine, $10 for a gram. I went, yes. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I was like, I have a 20. And he was like, oh, okay, do you just want two grams? And I was like, yes. Of course. Yes, <laughs> of course that's absolutely. what I want. And he, I don't want to say that, even if this wasn't two grams, because he did just grab it out of his pocket and throw it at me because there were police everywhere, I realized immediately afterwards. Uh, but I just was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just had this weed in my hand. I was like, okay, I just threw it in my pocket and walked away. So for those of us uh, on the call who aren't weed veterans, is $10 for a gram like a cheap rate or a reasonable That's rate? very reasonable. Okay. Yeah, like I said, like I was prepared to pay twenty, which is like steep, but like we're in New Orleans and Mardi Gras, there's supply and demand. Would it be fair to say? And again, I don't know that much about weed. Would it be fair to say uh, twenty dollars would be twice as much as ten dollars? That is fair to say. Okay. Well, put that put in perspective. Wow, that's a crazy story. And I'm glad that your math was right because I did alienate myself with a woman at a bar uh, <laughs> this week over a math argument because I couldn't let it go. I just absolutely could not let uh, this go. So what happened was, and this is what this is how stupid this was. I'll tell you what we were arguing about. This girl was saying, was talking about the probability of landing like a double jumping high five, like successfully, like both parties jump in the air and slap hands. And she said four percent. I said that's eh, probably high, higher than four. percent I would give it twenty five. That's what I'm thinking. Something like that, maybe twenty. And she went fine, forty uh, percent. I went that's way too high. I don't need like a thousand percent increase uh, on what I just said. And then she basically said that wasn't a one thousand percent increase. It was a 36% increase. Oh, my God. And I said, that's not how you say that, though. I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but that's not how you express that in language. And then she refused to believe that she was wrong. And because everybody we hang out with is such a fucking loser that they're not going to be willing to confront a stranger over a trivial topic at a bar. No yeah, one back yeah me- a bunch of fucking losers. Like, here's why they're fucking losers. Because if just one person had backed me up, we could have settled it. And it would have not been a big deal. But because no one stepped in, just like the media during this election cycle, if I had to link it to something. Because no one wow. stepped in, this perpetuated. And this girl walked away from this conversation thinking she was just as right as at the start. When she's horrifically wrong. Horrifically wrong. And it's like if someone just been like, yeah, no, he's right. It's not a big deal. We've been totally squashed. I could have walked away with the satisfaction of knowing I was right. She could have learned something. So you should have called me and you should have said, oh, I have my friend Sam on the line. He's a, a bachelor's degree in mathematics. He's actually a published mathematician with an airdish number of three. Why don't you ask him what the correct answer is? Do you think the latter half of what you said would impress her? I think if you... would be like, oh, that's just a decrease of 1%. I'm not impressed. Yeah, they would fuck with me. Right? I, if, if you... Just, if you say that shit, even if she doesn't know what it means, you said it in a confident way. Now she thinks that's impressive. I said my answer in a confident way, and she really did not go for it. I was 100% confident in my math there. But yeah, I completely, completely alienated this person. And we had to hang out with them like the rest of the night. Was this a, a, so it wasn't a party ender, like the time we talked for way too long about Baby It's Cold Outside? Stand by that still, yeah. No, it wasn't a party ender. Uh, It just, the had party had to keep going. In spite of itself. In spite of me, uh, (laughs) if I was being totally honest. Oh, God. Good times. Yeah, and then there was Liz Fest last night. That was fine. Yeah, I didn't go to that because I'm a bad friend. I noticed you weren't there when I saw Emily there, and I looked around and I was like, Well, it's because before that was ladies' dinner, so I wasn't invited to ladies' dinner. So, you know, the logistics of I would have had to drive out, and then we would have driven back separately, and also I didn't want to go is also a key factor. (laughs) 
Yeah, that'll do it, I guess. I just don't like Karaoke Kid. I don't know if anyone likes Karaoke Kid. Except Liz, Liz does. Which is crazy, because her purse got stolen there two years ago. Oh, really? That's a bummer. And we still go. We still go all the time with her. So, I don't know. But yeah, that was that was an interesting time. Everyone was very drunk. People blew their wad too early with karaoke. Because, like, the key is, you say the good songs for when, like, oh, the, the yeah. bar needs it. Three Sex told me about this, this this morning. Breaking all the rules. Yeah, they played Remix to Ignition at, like, 10.45 p.m. You're like, you gotta save that till 1. Like, that's something <laughs> that keeps the party going. And Sweet Caroline that was, like, got burnt super early. Yeah, it was, like, 10.30. It was so early. I was like, what's everyone doing? It's selfish. It's selfish of people to put in those songs that early. Please tell me no one... Did the piano man during the PM? Yeah, no, no one did. No one did any piano man while I okay, was there. That's good. People always forget though how long songs are because the key to a good karaoke song is everyone knows almost the whole thing. If you get a song where people only know like "Baby Got Back" is a horrible karaoke song because in the end it's way longer than people think it is and it, people trail off because no one knows anything beyond like most people don't know anything beyond like the first like three lines. And and also there's a lot of. Uh, there's like just a scratching breakdown that's about 30, 40 seconds long. Yeah, you it's can't way do too those. Long. Unless you're going to do a cool dance routine that you practice right. beforehand with your friends, you can't do that. Oh, uh, that reminds me of uh, Boris did karaoke once at a, at the Great Dane, which was weird. Do they have that? Thursdays. Interesting. And I don't even remember what song it was, but it's really early on in the song. The, like, you know, on the screen where it has the lyrics, it just said 32 beat instrumental. So, so like, he kind of is intended to stand there awkwardly for like 10 to 15 seconds uh and the dude in the booth next to him held out his beer seemingly as a joke and boris just took it and like drank like half of it and just handed it back to this guy and we're like oh i think we have to go uh but then he finished the song amazing drunk mike boris is a is was a rare treat in my life yeah oh if he doesn't get drunk at the wedding i'm gonna be really disappointed he has to he's coming back in for it he's one of my groupmen well, okay. <laughs> no, that's good. I haven't seen Mike in a really long time. Is his girlfriend coming in? Yeah. All right. Well, we gave him a plus one. Ugh. And he he asked me what color dress she should wear. Uh, whatever she wants at home. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. No. Uh, Mike, when he's drunk, will tell you anything about him. Anything. Like he is the most honest person, but more so than you'd want. I think he's. Also extremely honest, sober. Like, if you really wanted to know anything about him, he would tell it to you. Yeah, but you don't have to ask when he's drunk. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> you don't have to ask at all. Stella, I highly encourage you to learn as much about Mike's sexual history as you can at this wedding. Because uh, he will tell you. No, I'm going to get destroyed. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Just as long as it's after the part where you have to sign legal documents about my marital status. Yeah, no problem. Okay. I can hold it together for the reception. No, not the reception. That's the part I'm getting destroyed at. Correct. The ceremony. Open bar, baby. You're good. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be a very intriguing time. There's, there should be some good beer there. We ha- we uh, Next weekend, we're going there to like finalize some of the stuff, but Two Brothers has a lot of good beer. I think it should be good. Is cool. Brian's brother going to be working the wedding? No. They, Brian keeps saying, like, let me know if you want my brother to hook you up. And, like, that's super cool of him, but I have no... What does that mean, specifically? Exactly. I have no idea what that entails. Like, do I want him to hook me up? Just yes. say yeah. Yes. Hook me up. <laughs> and But the, the thing is, I don't want to say yes, because I don't want him to be like, cool, what do you want? Just be like, hook I, me up. I have no answer to that question. Also, I've never met this guy. He's ever. nice. He's a nice guy. No, he's, he sounds great. But I don't, I don't fucking know. Just say yeah and see what happens. And, like, I live my life trying to fly under the radar in social situations I don't understand. 
and this would be one of those. It's so your just, wedding, so I don't think you can do that. Oh, that's true. But like, <laughs> but like the people there mostly know and hopefully like me. Yeah, for sure. But this guy doesn't know or like me. Yeah. So I like I don't want to I don't want to step on his toes. I just want to get 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 past it. That's not really a great way oh. to say. I'm 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 very look very I'm much just, looking forward to my wedded bliss. Is I the way just I just want that. to get over this. He says as she hears <laughs> through the closed door, like on every sitcom in the world. <laughs> no, we're clear. She's not there. <laughs> but she usually listens to me while I'm editing. So we'll have to edit around this part. Hi, dear. So I guess I don't really even want to go into an article after all of that. But I guess you wanted a buffer, Samuel. Oh, dude. I feel like you totally hijacked this episode. I'm, That's how I do every episode. Totally I don't know anything cool about beer, Sam. <laughs> I just I'm gonna come in here and talk until it's over. I feel like we need to do this thing where we talk shit about macros. Like that has to happen this episode. Okay. I think they're cool because they're rich. Those fuckers. Oh my god, there was a bar fight on Saturday. Damn I didn't tell you about. No, let's do this first. No, okay. wait, and then we can do your thing. And then no, no, talk no, about no. The bar let's fight. just skip my thing. You have plenty of things yourself. <laughs> okay. Well. I'm just going to talk just, more I, about my new Nintendo Switch. That's all I care about. Is it dope? Is Zelda, this new Zelda game, this dope? Zelda's so good. I'm really, really bad at it, but it's yeah. really fun. I've been watching a playthrough of it, and these guys suck at video games. And it's like, like every playthrough, because they're just like people, and when you're talking on a podcast, you're not really paying right. attention. It's it's But it's really brutal and unforgiving more than any Zelda game has ever been. Good for Other them. than perhaps Link 2. Sorry, we're going to talk about this thing from... Is this the, the Voice of San Diego one? Yeah. Yeah. The Voice of San Diego.org, Sacramento Report, State Regulators Crack Down on Beer Distributor Scheme. So we've talked about this a little bit, um, you know, pay-to-play with distributors and bars. Uh, I think we talked about that happening in Boston. I was on that podcast. I guess we did talk about that happening in Boston. Yeah. Uh, it's also happening, uh, unsurprisingly, I suppose, in California. And Realistically, it's happening everywhere. The, oh, yeah, the thing is, yeah. people are getting caught in these places. Right. And I wish this article went into a bit more detail because it just says that Anheuser-Busch was fined $400,000 and a distributor called Straub Distributing Company was fined $10,000. But it doesn't say exactly what they violated. So do we expect any follow-up to this? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, they'll probably pay that money, which is like a drop in the bucket, you know, and at least to AB. I don't know about Straub Distributing Company. Maybe that'll hurt them. That's not the Straub from Pennsylvania, is it, right? That's, this is a different Straub? I, I would be forced to assume. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could know exactly why AB InBev, or Anheuser-Busch, AB just, I guess, just AB, was getting fined, exactly what they did to break the rules, but it doesn't say, really. I, I assume they were doing a pay-to-play scheme. You would think they would need the exposure, you know? Like I think a lot of pay to play isn't just paying to have your beer, it's paying to not have other beers. So yeah. it could be it's less I want you to sell bud and more I want you to not sell course. Yeah, fair enough. And I don't want to sound like a, a shill for Anheuser Bush, even though they are paying me to be on here. Uh, <laughs> is the Voice of San Diego really fit to report on Sacramento. Maybe they should just stick to sort of what they're good at, which is San Diego, and leave sort of the other California city reporting bases to kind of handle their own internal news. Where, this could all be hearsay. Where is Sacramento? Very far north of San Diego. I thought San Diego yeah. was fairly far north. I thought it was no. a Bay Area town. San well, Diego is... Sa- is San Diego Sacramento not just like very far south in California? 
My impression of it is it's south of LA. Fucking Google Maps, this shit. No, San Diego is very far south. Yes. Oh shit! I was thinking of San Jose. That's my bad. That's on me. Yeah. So you don't know the way to San Jose, is what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> I assume that's in <laughs> reference to something. That really old song. I don't get it at all. <laughs> I listened to the oldies station with my mom a lot growing up, so I've got tons of jokes about things like that. Solid. Uh, yeah. Man, speaking of jokes that aren't that week. good today, uh, well, so I referred to the Nintendo Switch, which. Uh, is my first console I've had that links up to your television via HDMI as opposed to VGA. And my old ass TV is bad at HDMI, so it would work for like three minutes at a time and then poop its pants. No, yeah, I was thinking of the wrong city. I, you're no, you're right. You're right. I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong. I'm just saying. I was thinking of San Jose. It was. Uh, it's a seven hour drive. Seven hour drive from San Diego to Sacramento. I don't even know how they heard about it so fast. A uh, telegram, probably. <laughs> it must have been a telegram. Right, because we're definitely recording this. Yeah, through Morse code. Which reminds me, a beep, 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 How dare you, sir? <laughs> so, my shitty TV is bad at HDMI. So, naturally, the solution to this problem was buying a new television. So, Three Sacks and I went to Target today and got a new TV uh, for the basement. And uh, we were going to get a TV that was the same size, but we forgot to measure the TV before we left. And it turns out we got one that was, like, six, eight inches bigger, probably. Nice. So... Uh, so that's cool, uh, and it's a way nicer TV. So we were at Target, right? And every time we're at Target, 3 Sex wants to buy an item of clothing that she thinks I'll look good in because I'm, you know, I'm not handsome. Right. Um, so she has to dress me up like I'm handsome. And so every time we go to, like, the men's clothing department and I kind of just stand around while she looks at stuff, kind of thinking, what would he look good in? Um, so we grab a shirt, then we go look at TVs, we go and get this TV, and then, like, the dude's ringing us up, and while, like... So I, like, swipe my card, and then while this is happening, the dude's like, oh, do you want me to ring up that shirt, too, while you're up here? And we're like, okay, sure. So he, like, undoes the transaction, rings up the shirt, and then I go and do the thing again, and my card gets declined. And I later find out it's because it seemed like fraudulent activity because I was attempting two different transactions at the same place within, like, a minute, which I guess is how, like, identity thieves like to do it, you know, instead of... A $1,000 purchase to $500 purchase is less likely to get flagged, I guess is, is the idea. Uh, so my card got declined, so 3Sex had to get it, um, which is all leading up to, as you'll recall, the the premise of me telling the story was about the bad the bad joke I made. I just said, thanks for the TV, sugar mama, because 3Sex had to buy it. And then I just looked at the guy who was selling it, and he gave me the most polite of laughs. Clearly did not <laughs> think this joke was funny at all, but knew that he was like kind of in a position where he was almost forced to laugh at my joke, so he did. Because you were his superior at that moment, yeah. I, I wouldn't say superior, but... He was uh, serving you. Yeah, he was serving me, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Very funny. How droll. <laughs> Quite funny, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then we uh, installed the TV and played Bomberman, and it was fucking cool. Yeah, Bomberman, there's a game you couldn't see made today. No, it's a new Bomberman. Mm. Where does it take place? <laughs> What, I don't did, did you did you hear that this was a new voice from Voice of San Diego? I mean, <laughs> how can they know if it's really a new Bomberman game? That's and that's starting Bomber Town. I don't think they can really report on any of that stuff. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> so you were gonna tell us a story about a fight? Oh my god! Oh my god! So this is the same night where I alienated myself by telling this girl about how math works, and she uh, punched you in the face, and she punched me right in the face, and I was like a martyr for mathematics. Um, Thank you, by the way. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so it's the same night, and we've been drinking for several hours past the point where I've made an enemy. 
And now we're at we're at the Rustic on Park Street, one of my favorite bars in Madison. Um, and we walk in, and it is one thirty a.m. And we say, Jim, the bartender, is there. We say, hey, Jim, how's it going? He goes, oh, pretty good, just closing the bar down. And we kind of look at Jim and go, come on. <laughs> and he goes, okay. And so he keeps the bar open, gives us a drink. We tip him handsomely because he's a hero. And uh, so we're hanging out at the bar just drinking. And the thing about the Rustic is it's a townie bar. And from 7 a.m. to, like, 2 a.m. when it closes, it is full of townies, and they are wasted. There is no sort Did of... you say 7 a.m. to 2 a.m.? I see cars there literally When all does the this time. man sleep? There's <laughs> another bartender that he rotates okay, out with. Okay, good. Uh, so it seems like he works, like, every other day. But, yeah, no, uh, this place is always full, and they don't really seem to know that they're legally culpable for what people do when they leave their bar if they're <laughs> drunk, because it's always, by closing time, full of just a crazy drunk townie. And uh, in this instance, it was a woman who is, I guess, about our age, but seemed like she'd lived a rough, like a rough 26, 27 years. Um, and she joined in on our conversation, and uh, me, being, you know, socially competent, I waited until someone engaged her for one brief moment, and I slipped away. I slipped away out of that conversation to talk to somebody else. So she was talking with our friend Ashley for like, I don't know, probably like a half hour, about who who fucking knows. And Ashley and the girls we were with go to the bathroom all together, as girls do. And I guess this girl followed them in and was convinced that they were going to call the cops on her. And she tried to fight them in the bathroom. And so I'm sitting outside with Brian, and we're just talking with Jim. And we hear a general commotion coming from the women's restroom. We kind of look at Jim going, hey, this is your bar, man. Uh, you're going to go check that out? And he sort of just walks up and he's sort of like, hey, hey, hey. And he starts just tapping on the door. And he clearly did not want to deal with it. He opens the door and it smelled like someone had eaten a dead person and then shat them out. Like, oh. the smell was immediate. And we were like 15 feet away from this door. Oh. So it, there must have been like a lot of stank density built up in that room. And oh <laughs> so it smells like a dead person in there. And the girls are just yelling. There's just girl yelling coming from this bathroom. And then all the girls we know just pour out really quick. And they're like, we need to go. And we're like, okay. Well, it smells like ass in here, so we wanted to leave anyway. <laughs> Did you have to settle up at that point? We had, we had settled. We were like, this was like before they were, we were going to go. They were going to go to the bathroom real quick. So we just fucking bounced out of there. And the girls got mad at us for like not resolving that situation for them. And it's like, I didn't know she was going to go in the fucking bathroom and try to fight you. And also, what would I have done? You want me to punch her? Like, what do you want me to do this one? No, you just hold her by uh, the back of her waistband and she keeps running, but she's actually staying in place. Ah, exactly. Yeah, she so I don't know what they really so wanted here. This is one of the situations where girls felt dissatisfied and just assumed we could really fix it. But like, this woman probably could have taken me in a fight. She seemed like she <laughs> knew her way around a fight. And I certainly don't. I'm a metropolitan gentleman and we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, so that was Saturday. Um or Friday. Saturday was yesterday and we had Liz's thing. Saturday was a few days ago cuz today's Tuesday. Of course, today's Tuesday. Every fucking episode with this. We're super, we're going super long today. Can we wrap this up? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I've been done with mine for a while and I really wish I had more. Okay. Well, then you rate yours first. Sure thing. Big man. I have McKellar Beer Geek Dessert. It's, it's a huge success as an oatmeal stout. I don't know that they should have said with chocolate or vanilla. The chocolate's there. Uh, the vanilla's not so much, but it, it really is more... The the oat is really the star here, and so I think they should have focused more on that. Like, there's, like, pictures of donuts and stuff on this label, and really, I feel like it should have been pictures of oats, because that's really what this beer was about. Uh, but it's just a, it did a great job as being an oatmeal stout. 11%. I feel like a lot of oatmeal stouts get away with being, like, 
Yeah. And, and you know, this is all the way up to 11. Turned it up to 11 because it goes up to 11. Uh, and I thought they did a great job with it. I think anyone who wants a stout that'll go all the way should try this. Anyone who likes oatmeal stouts, I think, try it. But just be ready for it being a little more intense than you're ready for. Uh, I would give this a, an 8.5. I think this is excellently executed beer. All right. I had Dogfish Head's Beer to Drink Music to 17, Tropical Blonde. Uh, my opinion really didn't change. It it kind of tasted like slightly bitter juice, I guess. I wish it had had a, like a stronger kick, like a stronger hot backbone, I guess. I'll give it a 4.9, and I don't really have anybody to particularly recommend this to. I mean, if you love kiwi and don't particularly like beer but then i mean just get some sort of kiwi drink you man do. i'm neither of those things yeah so i don't know it yeah that's where i stand zachary so i was drinking space dust by elysian and um i think it was like a solid ipa honestly though like i think this is like if you're trying to get drunk on a budget and you're not ready to take the step to like something like a golden monkey or something like a little bit more heavy i think this is like a good middle ground for you if that's the type of person you are um, i tend to look at menus and restaurants and try to find the intersection between like price point and alcohol by volume i think if sure. this is offered in restaurants where you're at like from the west coast this is a solid bet so this is a session ipa for someone with a higher tolerance this is a session ipa for someone who's an alcoholic okay um, <laughs> but if that's what you're trying to do that day uh, i think it would work for you um, overall, like not super overpoweringly hoppy, um, and the, it, it might even be more mild than I'm aware of today. I smoked a little bit of marijuana today, which normally makes me a little bit more cognizant of these flavors, a little bit more sensitive to the bitterness of hops, and I'm not finding this super overwhelming. So I would say this is a little bit more on the mild side. I'm going to throw this, I'll throw this like, like a 7.1. Like this is a very solid beer, not knocking me out of the park, but it's got 8% alcohol. So, hey, good job, guys. Cool. All right. Well, I guess that does it. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around through this kind of wacky episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. I certainly enjoyed it. It's not very uh, uh, beer-heavy in its content, but it's a it's a it's part beer podcast, part comedy podcast. It's definitely part lifestyle podcast. Yeah, what it feels like <laughs> trash lifestyle. Yeah, fair enough. I can't bring any better lifestyle than that. That's the lifestyle I lead. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on, Zach. We always appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And everybody, um, if you have anything at all in any regards you want to say, email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us at BruceDayTuesday or comment on our links at BruceTuesday.com. Don't let the bastards keep you down. We will see everybody next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Comes up here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better. I like Alan very much. Yes. I love him a lot. I would very much like to have a threesome with Alan. Okay, Alan's easily tricked. It would definitely work. Oh, fuck. I, I, I really want to have a sexual experience with an Alan.